This is God's servant, the Apostle David, who is bringing you another edition of Grace Hour. Today is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Yesterday, I started a series on uh, two days ago, I beg your pardon, I started a series on how to strategize, actually yesterday, how to strategize for your 2023. I mean, I've got a lot of feedback from people that that ceremony yesterday really shifted their minds and shifted their lives. And my prayer for you is that today too, you shall be shifted and uh, you shall be blessed. And as we pray through this word, the Lord God shall elevate you and shall transform your life even this year. My prayer for you this year is that Jehovah God shall bring you to a place of total settlement. And for us to settle in every aspect of our lives, there are certain things God requires of us to do in order to have a glorious year 2023. And I said to you, for you to strategize effectively, and so one of the requirements that you need to have to strategize effectively for 2023 is to command the gates of the year to command the year at the beginning of the year, you command the year at the end of the year, when the year is about to end, you command the coming year. And when the year begins, you command the year that has begun. You dedicate your year to God. For you to see the hand of God move in your life, you must learn how to dedicate your year to God. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says in the book of Romans chapter nine, verses 15 to 16, God says, I will have mercy on whom I want to have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I want to have compassion. And so it is not of him that wills, nor of him that runs. But God says, for it is the Lord that shows us mercy. Everything we are and everything we do and how far we have come and how far we can even go in life, it is by the hand and the grace of God. So for you to see a glorious year, you must learn how to dedicate the year that God has given you to the hands of the Lord. Command the gaze of the year and tell that gaze, tell the year, this is how I want this year 2023 to behave. God has already said in his word. The other day, there was a man called Job in the scripture. And I said to you yesterday that this man called Job woke up one day and he saw calamity after calamity, evil after evil. His children dying, his business collapsing, his farm bent down. I mean, the enemy coming to destroy his things, all happening one after another. And Job started complaining and he started asking God, God, why has this happened to me? Why why am I going through all this? What have I done wrong? And God asks Job a simple question in Job chapter 38, verse 12. God asks Job, have you commanded the morning and told the dawn how it is supposed to behave? Job never ever undertook that prophetic action of learning how to command the morning of declaring to the morning, declaring to the day, declaring to the week, and telling the week how it is supposed to behave. God said, you as his child, you must learn how to command the week and tell the week and the month and the day how they are supposed to behave. Otherwise, if evil happens to you, it, was, it will not be God's doing, but it will be your failure to command and instruct the early hours of the year, to command and instruct the year how it it is supposed to behave. God said, have you commanded the morning? And let me read this for you. He says, since your days began, 
have you commanded the morning and caused the dawn to know its place so that light may take hold of the corners of the earth and shake wickedness out of it for you not to see wickedness for the light of God to be shown over your ear God requires us to command the year that is why from next week we are undergoing a 21 days fasting and prayer we are literally going to command the gaze of 2023 and declare let the year yield for us we are going to for 21 days we'll be in prayer morning and evening and declaring to the year let it yield for us let it grant us a harvest are you listening to me i want you to get to that realm and that place where you are able to command the year command the weeks command the man's and the bible says god says tell them how it is supposed to behave tell them what it is supposed to do in other words you can literally speak to your ear and tell it how it is supposed to behave that is why i have declared to my ear that the year shall settle me in every aspect of my life that is why we are declaring my god that the year shall favor me in every aspect of my life. That is why I am declaring that the will of the Lord shall be fulfilled in my life. That is why I am declaring that finances shall open up. That is why I am declaring that we shall launch deeper into the things of God, that we shall go deeper and deeper into the realms of the spirit. That is why I, we are declaring in the name of Jesus that the hand of the Lord and the counsel of God concerning our life shall prevail. So you and I need to come to that place where we have commanded our day, commanded our week, commanded our months, declared to the day, to the week, to the months, this is how it is supposed to behave. And my prayer for you is simple that the Lord God will guide you and bring you to a place of spiritual understanding that you shall command your year and you shall join us next week as we stand together to declare to the year how it is supposed to behave so that the Bible says the light of God will shine upon your ear. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, you need the light of God to shine upon your ear. You need the favor of God to be upon your ear. You need the hand of God to carry you through this year. And as we do that from next week, Monday, we will believe God for a shift and a turnaround in every aspect of our lives in the name of Jesus. The second thing I said in strategizing and for your year is that you need to be intentional this year. Mm. I, I love it. I mean, a, a very great personality called me this morning and said, man of God, I happen to have bumped into your broadcast yesterday and uh, the part I like is the part that you said we should be intentional in what we do. We should be intentional in what we do. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, my, my prayer for you is very simple. <laughs> You need to learn how to be intentional this year. Don't just expect manna to drop from heaven. You must act on every single thing you desire to get so that the blessing of the Lord shall be released over your life. Be intentional in this year be intentional with your prayer life be intentional with your marriage be intentional with your relationships be intentional with your business act intentionally i said to you it is not the year of uncertainty it is the year of intentionality you know what you want and you are going for it and you are literally working towards achieving it you don't just sit down and expect things to happen in this 2020 no, 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 no way. If it is your business, you know this is what I need to do. That is what I need to do. And I'm going to work at it so that I increase my clientele. That is what I've got to do. If it is your spiritual life, I've decided every morning I will join prophetic hour prayer and every evening I will join grace hour prayer so that my spiritual life can soar and can grow. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to be intentional. I said to you the days and the time of manna are over. The days where God dropped manna from 
heaven is over. This is the time and the season of spiritual intentionality. My God, can I speak to someone? You need to be intentional. Let me tell you, be intentional. You, you are every step you take, you know why you are taking it. You don't just allow things to happen. No, every step you take, when when you you take you do this, you know this must follow. When you do that, that must follow. You you are intentional with your life. You plan your life properly. You go where you need to go. You do what you need to do. Don't just be there and just be somebody expecting things to drop upon your life. When you are intentional about your life, you become productive. Did you hear what I said? When you are intentional about your life, you become what? See, I said to you, God has given you a blank check. This is like a blank, a blank sheet of paper. In this year, God has given us a blank year full of promises, full of favor, full of opportunities. This year, God has given us a blank year full of God's goodness, full of his blessings. There is a blank year God has given you. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to know how you are going to feel it. You either structure your life, structure your year, be intentional, or walk around it haphazard. It is a blank year, 12 solid months of God's goodness. 52 weeks that God has given you, 365 days that God has given you. What are you doing with the blank year Jehovah God has given you? Ladies and gentlemen, my prayer for you, see, you can either decide to program your year like that. See, this is properly done. You see, you may not see the writings very well, but this is this is properly done. I mean, you see, you see the lines, there's something here listed, there's something there listed. You can properly organize your year in such a manner where everything is structured, everything is properly done, or you can leave your year like this. It is haphazard. Nothing is happening. You don't know the end from the beginning. You don't know where you are headed from, where you are coming from. Your life can be haphazard like that, or your life can be organized like that. It is all a blank year. It's up to how you manage the year. Somebody has started structuring their week. They have started structuring their year. They have started structuring their lives. God has given you 52, 365 days, 52 weeks, 12 good months. How are you managing it? Be intentional. Be purposeful. Don't just live anyhow this year. Avoid time wasters and things that waste your energy, your effort. You are going to be intentional. There are people, is it, can I tell you something? Today is day four of, out of the 365 days. Ladies and gentlemen, for your information, 365 days, we now have 362. Four days are already gone. What did you do with your four days? Somebody cannot even account for the four days, what they did. They were just home to be nothing significant with their lives. Ladies and gentlemen, the clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. Don't waste time. This year, you might have wasted time in the years past, but tell yourself, I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to be productive. I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to do everything I need to do to make sure I, my life becomes productive. Hear me and hear me well. The grace of God is sufficient. God is ready. I told you yesterday, God is ready to partner with you to be successful. But the question is, are you ready to partner? now with God yourself, or you want to do this your own way, if either I said to you, the Spirit of God, hold it, my God, the Spirit of God will not form um, um, who, who does not move in a vacuum. The Spirit of God does not move in a vacuum. Holy Spirit will not move upon nothing. The Bible calls the Holy Spirit the helper, the, um, uh, the, the paraclete. Are you hearing me? The helper. Now, the helper comes not to do the work for you. The helper comes to help you do what you are doing. The Holy Spirit is known in the, the, the other name, the Greek meaning of the name used in the Bible to represent the Holy Spirit. It means the helper. Somebody say the 
helper. The helper comes to help you not to do the work for you. You don't sit down and fold your arms and expect manna to drop from heaven and pray and expect that a miracle will happen to you when you yourself, you are not doing anything. The Holy Spirit will come. The helper will come. Jesus said, my God, I am not leaving you as orphans. I am going to send the helper to come to you. But the question here is, ladies and gentlemen, when the helper comes, when the Holy Spirit comes, what will he find you doing? What is there for him to help? Most of you, your hands are as empty as anything. There is nothing that the Holy Spirit will be ready to help you do. But if you are doing something, you are waiting on him. You are praying. You are taking strategic steps. You are applying for jobs. You are calling your clients. You are going online to look for jobs. The Holy Spirit comes and sees you busy. The Holy Spirit works with busy people, people who have got something doing in their hands. The Holy, the Allos Palaclet is the helper, and you must have something doing with your life, within your hands. Then the Holy Spirit comes to help you. Are you hear me? hearing me, ladies and gentlemen? Let me tell you, God the Father is in heaven. He doesn't come down here. God the Son came and has gone back. The God that is at work with us is called the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit scripture says he is called what? The helper. The helper. What are you deciding to do for the helper to help you? If the helper comes and he is not the doer of the work, he is the helper. He comes to support you. He comes to stand with you. He comes to be there for you. And you must find something doing with your hand. For the this year, see, next week, yeah, is fasting and prayer. I will come and be shouting and screaming. But this week, I am not laying hands on your head, I'm laying hands on your mind. You need to prepare yourself before we fast. I cannot just, that's what I was, I was telling you yesterday. If every day I am coming here without teaching you the word and programming your spirit to know what to receive, you know what is going to happen? You will become a spiritual fool. You'll be very spiritual, but no wisdom, no direction. And you are just there every time waiting for a miracle. And I said to you, God will not do a miracle for you when he knows you can do something about it. So you need to also be taught the word so that you as you, you pray, you are doing what you need to do for the heavens and, and for the Holy Spirit to come in and to help you. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to understand this. Otherwise, there are so many people who are so spiritual but lack wisdom. They are so spiritual, but they lack wisdom. They, they don't know what is to, what to do with their lives. I mean, it is not just a matter of prayer. I'm a prayer woman. I'm a prayer man. I live prayer. I drink prayer. I talk prayer. But the point is this. There are sometimes you need to learn. You need to be taught the word so that your mind shall be prepared. Your system will be programmed to receive what God has to do. Are you hearing me? So, ladies and gentlemen, you need to be intentional. I said to you, and I, I took you back to the tabernacle in the book of Exodus. I, I love that. I love that. I, I love yesterday's teaching. In, in, in the book of Exodus, the Bible talks about how I'm, I'm God, I'm the called called um, 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 Moses and, and told him how he needs to prepare the ark and the tabernacle. When God was calling Moses, he gave Moses specifics. Our Lord Jesus is an intentional man. He does not just act. He does not just be there. He is a man that works with intentionality. Somebody say intentionality. Our Lord Jesus is an intentional man. See, see let me tell you. You need to learn how to use this, your brain. All right? Learn how to use your brain. Learn how to use your brain. This year, don't be a spiritual fool that you are just there, not doing anything, but expecting God to do everything. God is not like that. Every, every divine operation requires a human cooperation. 
Every divine operation requires a human cooperation. God requires you to cooperate with him to do what he wants to do in your life. And my prayer for you is simple, that you shall be intentional. And I said to you in the book of Exodus chapter 25, God literally gave specific instructions as to how things were supposed to be done in the sanctuary. God says when in the preparation of the ark, God says, then you shall make an ark. Exodus chapter 25 verses 10. Said, then you shall make an ark of acacia wood two and a half to this long. Now think about it. God gave Moses specific dimension. He didn't say make an ark. He gives him how long it is supposed to be. You see our God? He's a God of order. He said, don't use any wood. Use acacia wood. Exodus chapter 25 verse 10. He didn't say use sapele or mahogany or cedar or any other wood. He says, or oak. He says, use acacia wood. Two and a half cubits long and one and a half cubits wide and one and a half cubits high. The length, the breadth, and the width of the ark of the covenant was given by God. God didn't want them just to say, make an ark, and he left it. He was specific to detail as to what needed to be done. Ladies and gentlemen, don't just be there. My prayer for you is that you shall know what to do this year. You will be intentional. He says, he says you shall overlay the ark with pure gold. Do you hear that? He said, you shall overlay the ark with pure gold. Overlay it inside out. You shall make a gold frame around the top. How the frame of the ark was supposed to be, God even gave direction. Are you listening to that? So you need to be intentional. Be very intentional as to how your life goes. If you get time, just read Exodus chapter 25 and you're going to love it. You're going to love how I mean, the, the, the church was run and how things were done. It, it, it was so powerful. Are you hearing me? So be intentional. I need you to be somebody say, I will be intentional. This year in the name of Jesus, the Lord will settle me and I will be intentional in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now let's go. He says, you shall cast four gold rings and attach it to them. Attach them to the four feet, two rings on each side. You can go on and on and on and on. All that God was, God was specific to detail on how the act of the covenant for the sanctuary was supposed to look, be, everything. That is how intentional our God is. So you must be very intentional. In your work, be intentional. In your business, be intentional. Ask yourself, what can I do? To, to get to increase my clientele? What can I do to boost my, my finances? What can I do? What investments can I do? What else can I look for to help me advance? I was saying in this era of social media, some people, they cannot even advertise their business online. They don't, they don't advertise their business online. Let me tell you, people will like to follow you. All you've got to do is to show them what you are doing. What I, people would like to even buy from you, but they don't know anything you are doing. So you are in your small corner and this saying that I don't like brightening the corner where you are. We are not brightening any corner. We are brightening the world. The Bible says we are the light of the world. Your influence, your influence must transcend beyond, I mean, I mean, Kahawa. Your influence must transcend beyond wherever you live. Your influence must be held, held by the world. Whatever you do, I mean, put yourself out there on social media, advance your, your, your business, work hard, I mean, strategize. There are people who, who have your money? All you need to do is to pick up a phone and call them. Are you hearing me? Call them. Hello, how are you? Check on people. Be intentional about your relationships. Don't allow, allow parasitic relationships around you. Relationships that are taking you nowhere. Let me tell you, me, I am intentional with my life. I don't just play games. I'm a serious being. Are you hearing me? The other day, someone told me, I was, uh, I had a visitor in, in a house and then we were watching a movie. And then, so in the movie, I was, I was writing down some things, writing down some things, writing down some things. And then the gentleman was like, hey, Papa, what are you writing down? You're not focusing on the movie. 
I said, hey, me, even when I when I'm when I am watching a movie, I take notes. Even when I am watching a movie, I make notes from the movie. I don't just watch a movie because I want to excite myself. No, I want I watch because I want to learn something. So as I watch, I learn. I put down important things I am learning, lessons I am learning. Says, hey, you are that keen. I said, hey, me, my life. I don't play with my life. You, not, you have only one life here on earth. After here, we are going to heaven. The life God has given you, you must be intentional about it. Why will I waste one and a half hours of my life, my time, just listen, watching a movie and laughing? And no, 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 no. I want something that will help my brains think. Why? It, I must, there must be, I, I must be getting something out of that one and a half hours. Are you hearing me? I mean, you see, I've got a problem with people. Who can watch series? I'm not saying don't watch series. Watch series. I watch series sometimes, though I take a long time because I only have 30 minutes a day to watch something. Are you hearing me? So, who can watch series? They can sit down like this. Watch, I mean, uh, uh, season one, episode one, episode two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, episode 16. Now, go to season two. Literally watch almost... Can I tell you, almost um, 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 every episode possibly is an hour. And 15 episodes is 15 hours. Almost two, a whole day, 24 hours, they were watching a movie. They will wake up. After waking up, they don't take their Bibles to read. Or they don't look for grace hour to see what is there. Now, hear me. I, I, they are, as they wake up now, they, they, they go back to Netflix. Continue watching. Waste their time. And then they come and tell you, Baba, God is not working. Things are hard. Nothing is moving. Nothing will, nothing will move. When you are sitting down in 16 hours of your time, seated watching one movie, what do you want to, what, what do you want to move? You, I'm not saying watch, don't watch movies. I also watch movies sometimes. But my friend, don't just waste too much time. It's a series. It's not going anywhere. Are you hearing me? You, I watch series, but I watch 30 minutes per time. That is the maximum I can sit down to watch something. Watch 30 minutes, and after that, every day I watch 30 minutes. So one episode, that is one hour, I can use sometimes three days to finish even one episode. You understand? Because life must go on, things must be happening. And when you are watching, learn. See, they do those movies, let me tell you what, they do those movies to help you think. All my life, when I was finishing my first degree, my supervisor for my project work told me, David, do you watch movies? I said, no. He said, you need to watch certain movies. It will help you expand your thinking and see the world from a different perspective. He suggested some movies for me I went to watch. When I was finishing my master's, my supervisor in UK also told me the same thing. David learned to watch these movies, watch that movies. It will help you widen your thinking. I went to do my PhD as I'm doing it now. And we are also encouraged to watch certain movies that will help you and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm expand your thinking, make you know how the world runs. So when you are watching and all you are doing is to laugh and enjoy the shooting and all that, you are wasting time. Learn something out of it. Are you hearing me? Yeah, that's why I don't watch, I don't like Nollywood. You can learn something from Nollywood movies, those Nollywood movies and all that. But those ones, it is either somebody has taken somebody's wife and then the one whose wife was taken will go and, uh, and, and do something and then come back. I mean, you can literally tell the storyline, where he's going. You understand? There is nothing much to learn there. Strictly. Or some somebody will take someone to a witch doctor, and then then and then a certain pastor will come and pray, and then the witch doctor's powers will not work, and eventually they will sing, I mean, glory to God, and that is it. Are you hearing me? Yeah, you, there, there is very little to learn from. I mean, those African movies. I'm not saying you cannot learn from them. Some of them are very good that you can learn from them, but you need to be selective. Don't waste your time. Be intentional. All right. Be very intentional. I remember sometime we I took the dome leaders um, um, to, to a cinema. How many of you remember that? I took some of the dome leaders to a cinema and I told them we are watching a movie. And after the movie, I told them we are discussing the movie. What did you learn? Yeah, I took them to a cinema. I mean, that, I mean, that was 29, 2019 or 2018. 2019, actually. 2019, before COVID. I came and when I, I, was, I was in Kenya, I called, I booked a whole cinema 
hall and I told this whole, the entire cinema hall, we have booked it. Nobody's coming there. I'm bringing my team there. And they watched a very good movie. And I told them, what did you learn from the movie? Yeah. Well, I told them, what did you learn from the movie? What, what was it? What are you learning? So we discussed the movie and people were able to see things from a different perspective. Don't waste time. Don't waste time. Yeah, you remember. Yes. See, don't waste time and 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 don't just be there. You must learn to be intentional. To be intentional. Then the next point I'm bringing to you is that connect with skillful people. Are you hearing? Connect with skillful people that you need for your settlement. What do you do? Connect with skillful people that you need to help your life advance. Connect with skillful people. Connect with skillful people. Connect with skillful people. Did you hear what I said? Connect with what? With who? Skillful people. Connect with people. Connect with the right people. As part of our declaration for the year, we declare that Jehovah God shall connect us, Magadoshaba, with the right people. And you need to learn and come to a place of understanding that you don't need everybody. You need the right people to help you advance. Let me say it again. And I'm saying it unapologetically. You don't need everyone around you. You don't need everybody's approval. You don't need, you need the right people. The people that will be there for you, that will stand with you, that will support you, advance, grow, and excel. You need to learn how to take charge of your year. Take charge of your year. Be intentional. I said take charge. Be intentional means take charge of the year. And after that, I said connect with the right people. I said to you, you are the CEO of your 2023. Know what things to initiate, what to close, who to hire, who to fire into your life. You are the CEO of your 2023. You are CEO, CEO Judy Mutunga. 2023, you are the boss. God has given it to you. He has granted it to you. You decide how it goes. You need to learn to know who are you fighting. If you have not fired some people, you need to fire them. Did you hear that? There are some people you need to condition your mind. They are not. A, you are trying to. You are trying to mend something that is that is or God has already destroyed. Don't hold on to certain things that is not going to help your life. Break it completely. Move on. Decide that these people are not for me. Are you hearing me? You must know who your destiny helpers are. And the saddest thing in life is that. Can I say this? Can I say it? The saddest thing in life is that most of you, you connect with your destiny destroyers and you make sure you allow offenses to break you from your destiny helpers. You hear what, you hear what I said? You allow offenses to disconnect you from your destiny helpers. The real people you need, just because of a small offense, you allow it to destroy the good relationship you have with them. And guess what? You attach yourself to destiny destroyers. They will destroy you, milk you, bind you, do so many things to you. Tomorrow, I'm going to try and see if I can show you a certain video that is going to help you. Whilst you are, we, are, we are online, I'm going to show you a short, short clip that is going to help you. Are you hearing me? Yeah, you need to know who am I? I said you connect with skillful and the right people. This year, don't surround yourself with, with empty, non-value added friends, people who are not adding value to your life. Move on from them. I'm not saying don't talk to them. All that I'm saying is that understand, set your priorities right. There are certain people, they will call you and all they can offer is gossip. All they can offer, you are going to gossip Gossip about Prophet David, move to uh, Prophet John, move to Prophet, I mean, I mean, this one, they will gossip about every man of God. No, that is fine. Gossip about me because I'm a human being. I mean, after all what? I don't care. I don't have a problem. It doesn't change my anointing. But guess what? If you allow people gossip about your boss, gossip about you, you are gossiping about everybody and, and there is no value added to the conversation. So there are some people, they come around you and you feel like you have sinned. Their presence around you is even toxic, making you feel impure and unholy. Disconnect from such people. 
Are you hearing me? You've got to know who, how, how much value are they going to add to your 2023? If the person you talk to more is not adding value to your life, think twice. You must set your priorities right and, and tell there are, there are some non-value added people. You need to disconnect from and bring in value-added people. People that will talk to you about big businesses, direct you on what to do, go to places. One day I went to um, um, a certain place in, in Nairobi to, 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 to have breakfast. Oh my God. As I was seated there having breakfast, I was seated on my table alone. And there were some old guys on another table. And the conversations they were having, I loved it. I felt like, me, I want to go to this place to come here. I want to come to this place to have breakfast all the time. Ah, yeah. Now, they were saying, they were talking about big businesses. You know, this is my contract. And this contract, I mean, it's worth about, I mean, 100 million. Uh, and I need to execute it this year. They were seated down. You know, I was, I had not intended to listen. But I was, my table was close to their table. So I could eavesdrop what was going on. They said, this, uh, I need to fire that. My director, he's not performing. I mean, last year, we made only 200 million. Um, 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 this year, I mean, I want something. I want, I want somebody who can perform and raise the targets. To this much, I was seated down there and I'm like, wow, this is the kind of conversations you must be hearing every morning. You, you feel motivated. Those guys are having proper conversation, talking about business ideas, which, where, the way how they need to run their companies. And you, all you are talking about is worthless, empty, non-edifying conversations that is taking you nowhere. Are you hearing me? Taking you nowhere. Ladies and gentlemen, connect with the right people. Connect with people that will add value to your life. Connect with people. Let me tell you, this year, it is, should be a year where you must learn how to connect well. I believe in connections. I believe in it. I preach it. I believe it. Don't just burn bridges just because of an offense. Because one day, you may have to go down back that route for help. If me, if not help, one day somebody might have to put in a word for you. One day. I remember just the other day, somebody abused me so badly. Abused me so badly. And then, and then, and then within a matter of a week, I received a phone call from a certain institution. Um, sir, we know you know this person. Um, what can you say about his, his character and behavior? I said, hey, what kind of temptation is this now? The guy abused me just a few days ago and somebody um, is asking me, what can I say? Because my word was either to help him go up or, or make him come down. I said, this one is a big temptation. It's a very big temptation. If I was an evil person, I would say that man, he's a mumu, big mumu. I, he's a mumu. I mean, don't even give him the chance. That one, it, but guess what? I just had to let the love of God enter my heart. And that day I was in a very good mood. So I said, oh, I just gave the positive things I know about the man. And I said, this is what I know, this is what I know, this is what I know. I said, Professor, you cannot have anything negative to say about him. I said, not that I know of, or I refuse to comment on that matter. I would have completely finished. He said, thank you, sir. And then that was it. Let me tell you, you might not know where you, 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 where you need help from. You need to know it is very, very, very key to connect properly. You need to know how to connect well. In this day and time, relationships are key. Connections are key for your growth, for your development, for you, for you to be able to excel. You need to know how to relate well. You need to know how to relate well. Connectivity, I mean, your, net well, your network is your net worth. 
You need to learn how to network. You need to learn how to connect with people. You must learn how to associate with people. Otherwise, it will be so difficult for you to advance in this season and in these times. In this dispensation, you must build effective connections. Let me tell you, disconnect yourself from evil things. Are you hearing me? Disconnect yourself from evil things and evil relationships, relationships that are not helping you and are not edifying you and make sure you connect yourself to the right people. You need to learn how to connect. You need to learn how to connect. You need to learn how to connect. You see, talent, being gifted is not enough. Being talented is not enough. Having, having, having gifts and talents and skill is not enough. You need quality relationships that God is going to use to help you. Now, let me go to scripture. Let me, let me take you to scripture. Let me take you to scripture. In Ezekiel chapter 36, sorry, Exodus chapter 36, I beg your pardon. Exodus chapter 36, the Bible says God was speaking to Moses about how he was to build the tabernacle. God told Moses, there were so many people in Israel, but God told Moses, connect with Bazael and Holiab. They are the two people who have the skill to get this job done. Hear me? There were millions of people in Israel, but guess what? God comes and says to Moses, don't connect with everybody. Look for Bezel and look for Holiab. They are the ones you are supposed to connect with. Even God understands the essence of not connecting with everybody. He says, be selective in your relationships. Who do you know? Let me say that million dollar question I asked here. This year, I've asked it so early, but let me ask you. Are you ready? I guess you know what I'm going to say. Every year I ask you, maybe you have not changed, you have not shifted your mindset, you're, you're, you are still in that same old cycle. Let me ask you right now, now, like now, like now, now. If you are at the edge of dying, yeah, and you need, hear me, and you need, let me not even say $10,000, let me say $5,000. $5,000 is even much. Let me bring it down. You need $2,000 to save your life. If you are right now, right now, like now that we are speaking, if you are at the verge of dying and you need $2,000 US dollars to save your life, how many of your friends can you call and tell them, my, my guy, uh, can, you, Charlie, can you help me with, with $2,000? Is there somebody you can call? How many of your friends? I'm not $2,000. I mean, I'm not saying $5,000 or $10,000. I'm just saying $2,000, only $2,000. How many of your friends can you call? And you know they will be willing to give you. You know very well they will be willing to give you. How many of them can you call? Yeah. How many friends can you call to tell you, I am at the verge of dying. I need $10,000. How many of them can you call? And they will be willing to give you. Not call them. Calling you can call them. But will they be willing to dispatch $5,000 from them and say, take it, bring it when you can? Yeah? Um, can you Can you, Can you? you call them? Even urgent 2K. Urgent 2K is a problem. Sometimes you need some urgent 2K to sort yourself out. Even that one, they are not giving you. My friend, you need to have a good circle of friends around you. Good circle of relationships. I am. You need somebody that you can call when, when push comes to show. I mean, you, you can say, ah, my guy, I am in a fix. I need you to come through for me. Who are those contacts? Who are your contacts you can call? Tell me. You don't have one. The one you have, you even add interest to it. My friend, you need to build quality relationships. Even $50 is a problem. $50, 100 $10K, 10K, 20 it's a problem. Yeah, if you have got friends, else is saying they send her without asking. Else, if you have got such friends, you are good to go. That means you are surrounded with quality friends. Is there anyone around you that can help you with that man? If you don't have, 
you need to start building new friends. Yes, it is very, very necessary because a day of trouble may come, sorry. And you need someone you can call. You need some people you can call. Let me tell Can I give you a secret? No, I'll give you the secret. I'll give it to you and behind closed doors. This is a public platform. You don't know who is watching from where. Are you here? But I'll tell you one secret later indoors. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Hear me. Be smart. Be intense on who you have around you. You must build quality relationships. In Ezekiel chapter 36, let me read. Bestel. Bestial and holier, and every skilled person in whom the Lord has put ability and understanding to know how to do all the work in the construction of the sanctuary shall work according to all that the Lord has commanded. The construction of the sanctuary here, they were called to work on the construction of the sanctuary. But now, you there is no con construction we are doing. You are constructing your life. Who are your Bezaels, who are your holiers that you are going to call, who you are bringing into your life to help you to build your life? Who are they? Who are your Bezaels? Who are your holiers that have the skill, the knowledge, the understanding? In fact, I am, your, I am a Bezel to you. I am giving you keys, skill. I'm giving you, but you need other people as well. You need people who have the money. You have. You need a man who have the anointing. You need people who have the money. You need people who have got information to help you build. You need people. And let me tell you, this year, don't be careless with relationships. Let me repeat it again. Don't be what? Don't be careless in relationships. What do I mean by don't be careless in relationships? Don't be careless in relationships, meaning don't allow petty things to destroy good relationships that God bring your way. You will be the best. Let me tell you, when the devil wants to destroy you, he takes good people out of your life. Never forget this. And when the devil wants to destroy you, he brings bad people into your life. He brings bad people into your life. And when the devil wants to destroy you, he takes good people out of your life. You need to know that. Don't be careless with relationships. When God wants to bless you, he brings good people into your life. When the devil wants to destroy you, he makes sure you have issues with your destiny helpers. You're, you offend your destiny helpers, or they offend you little. You, you get mad, and you, I'm not talking to this guy, this person anymore. Guess what? Who loses? I told you this. Never forget this. You see, your nails, see, my nails are trimmed. You can cut your nails every month. Trim them and you will still survive. You can shave your hair every week. You will still be okay. You invite, invite, you even look better. But if you cut off your hand, you will forever remain disabled. You forever remain an amputee. If you cut off your right hand, just because your right hand led you to trouble, there are certain things, people you can cut off, but there are certain people you never cut off, regardless of what, regardless of what even they do to you. There are certain people you even beg them to stay to be around you because it's wasteful. Because who is who here? You need them more than they need. So if you are careless with relationships and you make good people live your life, you begin to cry more, you see pain more. There are certain people when they leave you, you will feel it for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life, you will see that you feel that emptiness in your life and it will never be failed. Are we together? For the rest of your life, there are certain people leave you. You, they, you will feel that emptiness. Beg them to stay. Don't be out of little petty things saying, I'm cutting people off. You know, I believe in cutting people off. I am number one in doing that. Number one, I cut people off so, 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 so. I wish, I wish my camera was good. I would have shown you how many people I have blocked from my, from my, from my phone. I block people easily. My WhatsApp alone, I have blocked almost um, um, 60 something people. I am yet to release some prisoners. Next week, I'll release maybe three or four that have been blocked for a long time. Maybe I blocked them for two years, three years. I see their behavior, they are changing. I will unblock them and see how they, I mean, I'll give them parole so that they can, 
live and have free conversations. I can't be full of it, but I'm also wise enough to understand who to cut off and who not to cut off. There are some people you don't cut off. You, you, there are some people you, you force, you, you make sure you even, even when, when they are wrong, you make sure you still apologize to stay there. Why? Because it is for your own benefit. You don't cut off people just like that. There are some people that are like your hand. You cut them off. You feel the pain for the rest of life. If I cut off my hand now, I will feel it for the rest of my life. If I cut off my, shave my hair, I will still be okay. You, you need to be wise. Be wise. This is a new year, a brand new godly year that God has given us. Be wise. Be wise. Before we start praying, Yamaha, Yamaha, Toyota, Toyota, Suzuki, Suzuki. Before we start doing all that next week, we need to get our mind straight. Strategize. This is the first week of the year. Put certain things in place. Right? Reach out to certain people, but certain people block them. They are time wasters, destiny destroyers, liars, dishonest people. In your life, block some people you don't need around you. But there are certain people you definitely need around you. Amen. And then tomorrow we are going to pray. Tomorrow I'm going to take you to the next point. Tomorrow I'll not go back. Um, 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 I mean, I'll not reiterate everything I have said. But I want us to pray. 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 Remember. You may feel worthless until you are connected to the right person. Sometimes when you are not connected, let me put my let me close my Bible so that I don't get tempted to continue teaching. When you are not connected to the right person in life, you may feel worthless. When you are not connected to the right person in life, you may feel like, you know what? You may feel empty. You may feel like you have got no value. But when you are connected to the right person in your life, they bring out the best in you. Are you hearing me? You need to see that you need somebody. You must master the art and the science of relationships. Master the art and master the science of relationships. Are you hearing me? You need to master the art and the science of relationships. Be wise, be smart. Know who to, to block and who not to block this year. Are you hearing me? They are certain people, they are toxic, they are parasitic. See, if, 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 if I did, I did a certain survey this year. I personally did something. I did a survey. I was studying some, some friends, some people are around me. I don't have many friends. I mean, some people, I would say, some people around me. I just, I just say, let me do the survey and see which one of these people in this coming year, they are going to be demoted or promoted. And I realized that. Many of those people are not wise. There are some people around your life, they are not wise, they are not smart. Yeah. So if you keep surrounding yourself with them, this one, they are going to make you hit a big rock that may make your head some assault. Yeah. So you need to keep them at a post length, not an arm's length. An arm's length is the eye close. Keep them at a post length. There are some people who make sure they are, you, you talk to them is hello, hi. God bless you. See you in church. That is it. There are some people you bring them closer to you. Are you hearing me? There are some people you realize that they are just, they don't need to be in your circle. You are too anointed. You are too blessed. There are some people you don't need around you. Amen. Surround yourself with quality people and that God will help you. God bless you. We're going to pray. 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 Are you ready to pray? Are you ready to pray? Somebody says, ah, you are a pastor and you have blocked over, over 60 people. Why not? I'm a pastor. The phone is mine. If you enter my phone and you misbehave on my phone, I block you. If you send wrong messages that I, I give you a warning, second warning, by the third time, I, I have to make sure I put you in your place so that you don't disturb people's peace. Are you hearing me? Yes. The fact that I'm a pastor that's not mean I should allow myself to be taken advantage of. No way. 
I don't know this kind of... The other day, Jesus beat up people in the sanctuary. Jesus beat up people in church. I have not gotten that yet. At least me, the only thing I'm doing is block you if you misbehave within my, in my form. Yeah. Please. Block who is to be blocked this year. The quality of your life is determined by the quality of the people that are associated with you. Let me repeat it again. The quality of your life is determined by the quality of the people that are associated with you. The quality of your life is determined by the quality of the people that are associated with you. Are you hearing me? Yes. I remember one day, Dr. Yunus took my phone and was trying to test somebody for my phone. And she realized that the person has been blocked. So she went to block list and realized that, ah, you have over 70 people. You are blocked. I said, yes. She started on blocking. She said, oh, but this one is my friend. Why have you blocked my own friend? Why have you blocked my friend? I said, if only you knew who that person you are calling a friend is. You even tell me to block her square. This is block square. If there was something like that. Says, this is my friend. You've even blocked my friend from your phone. I said, I blocked block. It is my phone. I said, don't unblock them. Let them remain blocked. Don't unblock. He says, let me unblock this one. Let me unblock this one. These ones unblock them. I said, no, 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 no. That your friend is not a good friend. So they remain blocked until God speaks to me and says, I show them mercy. Anyway, we want to pray. I hope you have learned something. You have learned something. Have you learned something? Have you learned something? Have you learned something? Have you learned something? We are going to pray that this year God give us quality relationships. Quality people. Me, I preach on relationships three times a year and I do it intentionally. There are certain topics I repeat, I repeat, I repeat. I preach on destiny helpers at least twice or three times a year. Why? Because life is all, that's all it's about. Here on earth, we are not living with spirits. We are living in human beings. So you need to know how to build quality relationship with people so that your life will be blessed. Shall we pray? We want to lift up your voice in prayer. And you want to talk to the Lord. May the Lord God connect you with the right people. May the Lord God bring you to the place where you are ordained to be. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, in the realm of the spirit, I hear God say, I am releasing helpers to those that need them. Anybody that need help from any institution, any organization, I declare in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may the Lord God bring helpers. 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 May the Lord God bring helpers in the name of Jesus. Christ, the Son of the Living God. Somebody say, I command my helpers to show up. Say, in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare by the mandate of the Holy Ghost, every helper, say, in the name of Jesus, every helper ordained for my destiny, in the Basel, in the Holy in my life, that is supposed to connect with me to help me build. Father, release them. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, I pray and I decree and declare by the mandate of the Holy Ghost. Kazimi Antoluba Catetes, Lele Capalaba Godua, Abranduske Azuzulaka, Apalaba Palababa, Apalaba Palababa, Apalaba Palababa, Apalaba Palababa, Hazima Catoneme Anta. Somebody lift up your voice. Call the right helpers into your life. Call the right helpers into your life. Declare that the right helpers are coming to you. Declare that the right helpers are coming to you. You. Declare that the right helpers are coming to you in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Lazo Kazimanatoa, Brasonene Cabranta, La Branco Sate, Limi Abrandos Cazete. We decree and declare in the name of Jesus. May the right helpers locate us. 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 Hasono no Mokapalua, La Brandos Cazene Tata, La Branta Talua Atada Bacoa. Atoneme cabranta tadabacoa, atoneme cabranta tadabacoa, atoneme cabranta tadabacoa, aleme casua anta, eseleleles cabranta. Abrantos Kazea, Hepelia Braco Sata, Anomos Kimi Anta. Father, we declare, release our helpers. This year, 2023, we call for destiny helpers. We call for helpers. We call for helpers in our country. Father, release helpers in our families. Release helpers on our in our businesses. Release helpers in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. La Gadubaza, La Brandos Cassette, Epelele Catua La Branta, Rantetele Becatone Becatua, Rapapalua Cassente, Eleme Casua Lapa, Rapapalaba, 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 Rapapalaba. Father, we pray, O God, help us in ministry. We call them forth. 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 In the name of Jesus, Lima Kushata, La Brandos Katsimi Antaya, Elelele Katsunimi Anta, Rapalua Kazete, Rapalabanko Tabados Kaba, La Katonta Brandos Kazet. A brand Nabasata, Eleme Casuana Brantetea, Ezelia Bracosata, Apalabacone de Bosca Brantaya, Azeria Braconda Nabataya, Ivalua Catone Nemetataya, Ezelele Casuana Brantetea, Alia Macosata, in the name of Jesus, we decree and declare, release helpers, release helpers, release helpers, helpers from the north, helpers from the south. Help us from the east. Help us from the west. In the name. Of Jesus, let our helpers show up. Let our helpers show up, Father. This year, any great man, any great woman that is supposed to locate us, Father, we call them forth in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. I pray and I declare, Father, help us in ministry, help us in business, help us, oh God, in every aspect of our life. We call them forth. We call them forth. We call them forth. In the name of Jesus, shout it. Say, oh Lord. I will release my helpers. Shall we say, O Lord? I release my helpers. Shall we say, O Lord? Now, let me tell you one thing. God just whispered something to me that there are some people who lose good people because of what they heard about them. And that is the most careless thing you can do. Careless. Just because. If you have related with somebody for years and another person who don't even know this person well comes to tell you a story about that person and you can buy it. You connect with, you know someone very well. Somebody comes to tell you a funny story about them and then because of that, you distance yourself from them. I mean, why should you make somebody's enemy your enemy? And at the end of the day, you get to people based on your own personal revelations about people. Are you hearing me? It is not about Jesus asked the disciples, who do men say that I am? And now he asks them, who do you say that I am? In other words, what is your own personal revelation about me? Are you hearing me? 
Yeah. I mean, I I I always thank my 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 and I'm I'm God for I mean one of my greatest friends I had last year because if he had listened to stories, we would have never been friends. But he says, This is the story I am having, but this is the revelation I am having. It is stories before revelation. Stories vis-a-vis the revelation the person had. And he went by the revelation. It's not about who, what people are saying. They were giving their own opinions about Jesus. But Jesus said, who do you say that I am? You relate with people based on your own personal revelation of them, not because of stories you have. Don't be entertained unnecessary stories from people that God has sent to you. Don't do that. I, I mean, I hear stories. I've got stories. You hear stories about this, stories about that. Yes, Bluetooth hatred. You are hotspotting hatred. Somebody is hating somebody. Now you hotspot the hatred and you make it your own hatred. What is that now? Is that wisdom? That is not wisdom. You want to lift up your voice. There is someone that is watching me right now. You have been told by someone close to you not to talk to a certain gentleman. Someone close to you said to you, don't talk to this man. Because they are this, they are bad. And because you are trying to protect that thing, you have decided not to talk to that man. But hear me, ladies and gentlemen. Hear me. Whoever I'm speaking to, that person you have been told not to speak to is your destiny. Don't entertain unnecessary animosity that you cannot prove. You cannot substantiate. Don't do that. Now we are taking, I mean, the next prayer. You are declaring in the name of Jesus. You are speaking and declaring unto the Lord. You are commanding and telling the Lord, oh Lord, may you supernaturally shield me from destiny destroyers. Anybody, this is your last prayer, and then we can I mean, take the lesson. Anybody who is a destiny destroyer that has been ordained for your life, you are declaring that may Jehovah God preserve you from them. They are sending people that devil will orchestrate them into your life. Let me tell you, when some of you you are here, you regret you ever met certain people in your life. You regret you ever met them because they cost you pain, they cost you evil, they cost you so much pain. Apostle Paul said. I pray, it says, pray for us that we shall be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men. There are some people you regret you met. There are some people you regret you met. There are some people you regret you met. You regret in your life you met them. You regret you ever met them. Why? Because they have made you suffer losses. They have made you see so much pain. But guess what? Can I tell you something? God is going to shift things for you. The Lord is going to shift things for you. Yeah, there are some friends you, you wish you never met them. You wish you never met them, but Jehovah God shall come through for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I'm praying. We want to take your, 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 your you want to lift up this last prayer. You are telling the Lord, oh Lord, help me, help me this season. Help me, preserve me from destiny destroyers. This year, I don't want to make mistakes. Father, deliver me from destiny destroyers. Deliver me from destiny destroyers. Anybody the devil will orchestrate into my life, into my church, into my ministry, anybody the devil will bring around me with the intention to scatter things, destroy what we are trying to do, we decree and declare. May their agenda be destroyed. May their plans be destroyed. Father, shield us, deliver us from all forms of people in the mighty name of Jesus. Anybody ordained, assigned by the enemy uh, against us, I pray and I decree and declare, may Jehovah God deliver you from them, any demon, any demonically orchestrated agent. May God deliver you from evil men. May God deliver you from evil men. May God deliver you from evil men. May God deliver you from evil, men. God deliver you from evil women. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God.